0: Ever wonder why you should listen to the BetterScope podcast and why the logo is with a microscope, microphone and telescope? Here you are. BetterScope is a show that gives an opportunity to showcase your scope, your purpose and your business. Listen to our guests where they share their scope and why they're doing what they're doing. What is their scope in life and business? Get tips, insights that will help you find your better scope. This episode is sponsored by Remo Staff. Thank you for our sponsors, Remo Staff and Smurfim. Welcome to BetterScope. My special guest today is Steph Gabriel. Steph Gabriel is an international best-selling author, woman business networker, and online business manager who helps founders achieve next level success, and while balancing a busy family life with grace and expertise. Steph is a great author, and her first bestseller is called An Enlightened Life, and her chapter is called The Power of Family. Her recent bestseller is called A Resilient Life, and her chapter is called The Manual to Motherhood and Business Called Life. In these lessons, Steph learned as a mom and a business owner in the last four and a half year in business. Welcome to our show, Steph.
1: Thank you, Lubo, and thank you for having me today. I'm excited to be here.
0: Oh, you're welcome. And Steph, I always love to find where our guests are based. Where are you calling to us today?
1: I'm from Sydney, actually. That's where you're based as well.
0: Yes, that's right. It's a nice place to be in the world. Um, So tell me about your journey, how you came to where you are today.
1: Sure. So I was in the corporate world for 15 years both. and I was an executive assistant to high-level general managers. And when I fell pregnant and had my daughter, I realized I can't be, you know, working 10, 12-hour days and being a mom. So I decided to put being a mom first, and then I started my business. So I felt like I had two kids. I had this new baby and I had this second baby, which is my business. uh, And I had no idea what I was doing in either, you know, on either side. Um, So then, you know, I started to, you know, work on my business and work, you know, find out, you know, what I was doing essentially. And four and a half years later, here we are today.
0: Well, well, sounds interesting. And uh, uh, do you think that you have already achieved your goal on your scope? Or are you still in a journey?
1: I believe it's the journey, Ludo. I think every time you get, you know, to that next step, you want to keep going. So I genuinely believe, you know, I I think where I've started to where I am today, I have made leaps and bounds, you know, on my business journey. Uh, And not just business, I think it's personal as well. You've got to, you know, work on your mindset in order to keep moving. Um, on on the business journey so yeah I, I genuinely genuinely believe it's personal development as much as it is the business development
0: okay well sounds great and until now so what would you consider your best achievement in your life
1: okay um I'd say that the best achievement in my life you've actually got me on that one
0: it's okay, to. So okay. So feel free, like just to explore.
1: The- <laughs> um, so the the first one is when I was in the in the corporate world, I represented Australia in an Asia Pacific summit, and I was very proud of myself because I was the youngest person there, talking about processes and systems to implement courses. Um, so for teachers in Australia, so I felt like it was a very proud moment, you know, to be standing of 30, 40 people from everywhere in Asia Pacific. Uh, So that was definitely, you know, something that stayed with me and, you know, I felt very proud of. And then I think the second one is just being able to work on myself, Lubo, you know, because when I was in the corporate world, it was all about the skill set. It wasn't about, for me, it wasn't about working on me, you know, and my mindset and, you know, everything you have to do for yourself as well. So working on my mindset and, you know, being able to be front and center of my business and continuously, you know, pushing myself outside of that comfort zone area, I think it changes someone. It helps you really up-level yourself.
0: Yeah, well, thank you for sharing this. I think it's quite personal experience, but uh, I think this is where you are exploring your scope and uh, what you're doing and why you're doing. Um, So we met at several occasions, like, you know, at BX, then we met with Jemima at the big event where uh, you had like a, your an amazing presentations about uh, uh, the putting the setting up the goals for 2024 uh, and probably revising what was achieved and not achieved in 2023. So um, would you like to explore more about uh, those goal settings?
1: Yeah, sure. So that's part of what I do. Uh, it, Part of it is planning, right? We can all get in the car, but if we don't know where we're going, you know, where where are you going, you know? so And I I think, you know, presenting was one of the big achievements as well for me in business because I haven't really presented face-to-face in business yet. And it's all about, you know, reviewing what's worked, what hasn't worked in business before you can really understand which direction you want to go forward. Because the lessons in business are so important and we can very easily forget them because there's so much that happens in our lives. So by really reflecting and taking that time, it can actually help you you know, move into the next direction for yourself or your business as well.
0: Yeah, well, look, definitely. I remember this session. I I have taken like some notes for myself. And for me, the reflection of 2023 was like a a really an important one. Um, So uh, who do you consider yourself? Are you a marketer? Are you a coach? So what is your main area of uh, uh, helping others?
1: So Luba, I like to call myself a chameleon. I'm not one thing or another. I think I'm between a coach mentor and a consultant. Uh, So I'm, I'm guiding people it's like, you know, the passenger seat driver, you know, the person that sits in the passenger seat and always wants to guide the person driving as to where they need to go or which direction they need to go in. That is what I do. So I feel like we look at strategy, but I'm also looking at the person and what we need to work with, you know, in regards to, it might be their time management, it might be, you know, the way they work, you know, whether they're a morning person or a night person, you know, all of this plays a role in business. So it's not just about the business. I think it comes back to the person as well.
0: Well, uh, yeah, definitely. Like I think uh, in every uh, relations between coaches and their clients or their students or uh, or other human beings is always like a, a personal touch Um so uh what kind of maybe like do you have like a, some kind of like a common challenges or common struggles that uh, your um, your students are facing or how do you name them your clients Yep clients
1: yes so when i initially speak to a client in a discovery call i have to check i do this personal check as to whether you know the mindset is you know, it's surface level. So if there is a blocker, if it's surface level, I can help them with it. But if it's deeper, I can't help them with it. They need to see a mindset coach first. And I, I'm very, I'm genuine in the fact that I'm respectful and I communicate that to people. So if I see that they won't at all, you know, want to take on some of the advice that I'm seeing, so I do an audit of someone's business before they talk to me, Luvo. And then I have the conversations. So then it will give me an idea as to what that person's doing and what they're not doing in their business. And if I see it's it's a mindset issue, I'll say, look, I can't work with you. But if it's a surface level thing and they're willing to try because it's the small steps you take, you know, it's not going, it's not about going from zero to 100. It's about taking those small steps. If they're willing to take the small steps, I can work with that person or that business owner if they're not then i can I, I won't i won't take them on as a client
0: okay well it's uh, interesting interesting stuff and other uh, so do you feel that like in within your clientele you have some kind of like a common uh, common type of issue that you are trying to help or every client is different or you can see some similarities
1: Yep, so I think every client's different because we're all, you know, very individual, but there is common themes that come out, and that is, you know, really dedicating the time to work on their business. So when I say on their business, I'm talking about, you know, the marketing, everything you need to do for your business. I'm not talking about the client work. And the reason why people prioritize the client work is because it's what brings in um, you know, the money, which I understand, but working on your business, you're building a pipeline down the track. And as we both know, Lugo, it's always the long game in business. It's never, you know, the short. It's like, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, as they say. So it's important to put the, you know, put those practices in place, so we're creating habits where you know, I'm keeping my clients accountable, I'm making sure they're looking after themselves and they're working, you know, with their clients in order to build that business profile to be known on socials so that if someone you know comes across you on socials, eventually they'll say, "Oh, I know that's Lubo from you know remote staff sort of thing." You know, but you've got to stay consistent in what you're doing. So it's it's this consistency and you know this discipline of you know constantly putting. You know your work out there in order
0: to build your business yeah look you're, you're absolutely right and i think uh, it's consistency is important and as well it's important uh, to keep the relations with um, not these existing clients because again like uh, uh, i think uh, it's much more uh, expensive to uh, to acquire a new client while it's uh, uh, less expensive but again we need to put some emotional effort a personal effort to keep an existing client and not to lose one um so what is your uh, what is your opinion on this and what is your uh, experience with your existing clientele regarding new and, and existing clients
1: Yep, yeah, I absolutely agree with you, Lubo. You do need to look after your current clients so they stay, you know, clients with you and it could be like personal touches. You know, as you said, it might be, you know, a small thank you over Christmas or it might be, you know, a small birthday gift. All of these little personal things really add up to people um, and I think it makes a difference to them. So you're really looking after your current clients is important. However, also working on your business to build new relationships is just as important as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, Well, like definitely, I fully agree with you, Steph. Um, Thinking about your uh, next personal goal or what is your goal or scope in your life? So what would you like to do? And when do you want this to do? Or maybe how do you want to do this?
1: Sure. So my personal goal for 2024 is I'm going to be doing a course with this gentleman called Vin. It's all about communication, and you know he talks about how you know you've got 88 keys of you know in your voice, so there's all these different tones and whatnot. So I'm going to be doing that as and it, what it does essentially is it really you know builds on your communication skills. And I love a challenge, so that's what I'm going to be doing in 2024 for myself. Uh, Business-wise, I've got a few things in the works. I'm working on a membership uh, option, and uh, there are a few other things as well in the pipeline, um, but I'm not going to say what they are at the moment. But, yeah, so... So my direction for 2024 is going to be very different to
0: this year. Okay, well, uh, sounds good. Uh, So, you know, like uh, in our um, podcast, when we are thinking about the better scope, so we are always trying to find uh, what you are doing well and what would you like to do even better for yourself? What would you like to do uh, better for your clients? Uh, And uh, sometimes um, could you align your better scope with your clients' better scope? Uh, and as well, like if you think that we have like a, a telescope, so think about like a, about the long-term future. So uh, what do you see your staff in the long term?
1: In the long term. You know, Luba, I'm going to say this, and it's it's nothing grand or anything like that. I just want to continue helping, you know, business owners, you know, be the best version of themselves and, you know, getting their business out there so they can, you know, get more clients in eventually and you know and see the change in themselves as well because it's as I said before it's a personal journey as much as it is a business journey so for me to keep making a difference in people's lives like that is really my long-term goal at the moment
0: well look I love it and uh, I think this is like a when when you're able to share your personal goal with uh, with what you're doing in your business as well so this is like a, a really amazing um um when you're thinking about how you are helping uh your clients uh mm-hmm how do you approach like how do you how do you feel about uh, uh, maybe them and uh, do you think they are accepting whatever you are uh, recommending to them or you feel sometimes like uh, some blockage from their side
1: yeah so sometimes there is um that hesitancy and i think it comes back to trust because you have to build that you know with your clients especially at first Uh, but by You know, I guess showcasing my experience with them, it gives them that idea as to, you know, where I'm coming from and why I'm saying what I'm saying. So I'm not just saying things for the sake of saying things. There's always a reason why I'm saying things. And I can draw on my experience to help them see that. Now, it's not always going to be my way, Lubo, when I give that guidance. It could be sometimes them asking me, what do you think of this step? And I'd be like, that's a great idea. you know. And then I would say to them, well, from that, what comes next? Right. So what is going to be the domino effect if you take this road on your business path? Uh, and then, then it gets them thinking. And then they're like, all right, leave it with me and then we'll
0: circle back and have another conversation about it as well. Oh, I love it. I think this like it's uh, uh, when you give an opportunity to a business owner to, uh, you know, maybe he has some ideas, but like uh, he might not have his home to share or like uh, to brainstorm or to challenge them. So it's uh, when, uh, Steph, if you are coming as such kind of person, so this is like it's uh, uh, it's uh, really amazing. Um so uh, 24, it's not far away. So, like today is uh, already like a mid of December. So, when do you think uh, business owners actually should start or should be doing the plan for 2024?
1: Look, I say it's a good idea to have a, at least a re- reflection and review on 2023 uh, from now. I think now is a good time because things might start. You know, uh, you know. People start winding down, especially with school holidays and the rest of it. I think putting a plan in place for 2024 is a great idea to do it from now. But then what you do, Lugo, is you review it in the new year. So when you've had a break, you've come back, you're refreshed, and you're ready to go for another year, I think that's the, great, that's the perfect time to review what you want to do and whether you still feel the same about it
0: yeah yeah like i fully agree with you and in terms of such kind of revisions do you have some kind of recommendations of how often business owners need to do those goals revisions
1: yeah i say quarterly quarterly is uh, a good time to to be checking in or even monthly you know just to see how you're tracking uh you know are you on track if you are on track great if you're not why aren't you on track? Uh, you know, have you got business? Is there another time? You know, maybe the time you've set aside to work on your business isn't the best time. You know, maybe it's going to be at the beginning of the week instead of the end of the week, you know. Like you've really got to look at, you know, your own schedule and and this is why it's tailored, right, because everyone does things differently But I think that constant review and, you know, you know, as to whether, you know, things are working and things aren't working. It's so important
0: in business. Yeah. Yeah, look, agree. And uh, like it's still like okay, a while we are in mid of December, uh, you know, like many people are saying, oh, like finally, um, like I, my kids are already home and maybe we should plan some holidays, some, some social events, maybe like a, a meeting with a lot of like a family and friends. Um, so is it still like a good time uh, to do some planning or it's better um, for business owners just to relax and wait uh, or they should be still be active during this uh, period of time?
1: Yeah, so I think, you know, we are halfway through December and some people do want to wind down and that's understandable. Uh, it's been a big year. Uh, but for other people that want to look, it doesn't take a lot of time, you know, to review and reflect on 2023. Well, I think if you can, you know, carve out a solid hour, you know, and just review what's worked, what hasn't worked, and what's something you want to carry forward into the new year, that's not a lot of time. Uh, and then if you really want, you can do your planning in 2024. But if you want to do your planning in 2023. You know, there's it's just thinking about it, even if you just start thinking about it, that will get your unconscious mind thinking about it as well. Um, So, I think it really depends, you know, on the business owner and, you know, whether they have family and all of that sort of thing as well. But it is important, Luvo, can I just say, it is important that we we do need to shut down from the business. And I know that takes time because it, it takes me time as well to shut down, you know. I'm thinking about my business but even if it's at least one week I think that's important for everyone to do because it's like rebooting a computer when you reboot your computer you work so much better you know you're refreshed you're ready to go and then we've got the whole year so there's there shouldn't be a rush you know to want to get back to it. But, look, I'll be guilty, but I'll be thinking about it in the holidays. You know, it's like a child, you know. Your your business is like another child. You don't really stop thinking about it, right?
0: Yeah, look, uh, you (laughs) are
1: So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I fully agree with you that, like, uh, people need to, to have some time to rest and to, to relax, uh, but just, like, recently, I like, you know, like, I had, like, a short discussion with Darren, and Darren has his own podcast, and uh, and you mentioned in the beginning that, you know, people need to be visible and need to be social active, uh, and, um, uh, like, like, w- so let's say like from my side it's probably it's easy so i have uh, um, uh, a remote expert like you can say virtual assistants that are doing social media for me uh, all my presence in instagram facebook linkedin uh, doing for me uh, i think that for many for many business owners they are so when they're going into this like a holiday mood say so, well i will not be active uh uh and in my opinion, this is, could be like a bit of pitfall because like, uh, um, sometimes, you know, uh, if, you know, this is a time of the year when people will be actually looking into different because they will have time to look into Facebook. They will have time to go into Instagram. So this is probably when you actually shouldn't drop down. You should be like even more active. Um, and again, like it's, you can do your own or you can have a VA that can do everything for you. But, uh, like I, I had like uh, several discussions that like uh, this is the time of the year when you shouldn't like uh, really like uh, slowing down because this is a time when you can uh, overtake your computers. Um
1: Okay. So I agree with that, Lubo. I don't think it's time, you know, it's the right time to be, you know, going, right, we're shutting up shop and we're calling it a day for the year. Uh, like me, I'll give you an example. I've already got all my social sorted until the end of January. And I've scheduled them. Okay. So then that way, you know, yes, I'll be jumping on socials, but it's already done. The work is done. And the way I think about it is even if you post three times a week, okay, that's 12 posts, roughly 12 posts for the month. So if you sit down and you create 12 posts for the month, there's your social media, right? Until people get back, you won't be forgotten. You'll still be seen, as you said, when people start to slow down, you'll still be, you know, showing up Um, and then you can add extra posts. You know, maybe, you know, you're taking the family to the zoo or whatever it is, you know, you can add, you know, extras here and there. But by planning your content, right, Um, and even if it's someone that doesn't have staff, you've got a good lubo, you've got people working for you, right? But like for me, I don't have anyone um, that does my social media However, just by planning ahead, I know what's going to be coming out um, in January already. My posts are scheduled and, you know, I'll still be showing up and if people are commenting, great, uh, but I'm still going to have that presence there. So I agree. I think having that presence there is still just as important as throughout the year. And as you said, Lubo, people are going to be, you know, on social media more because they're going to have the time um, and I think that's the best time to be showcasing who you are, what you're about and how you can help, us, uh, you know, clients, potential clients.
0: Okay. Yeah. Like it's good. Good. Um, and, uh, I'm assuming that you are doing the same, similar recommendation to your clients as well. Uh, and maybe, uh, so what about the marketing activities? Like, is this like a good time of the year when people still need to invest in marketing? Um. Or uh, it's, uh, it's it's not as important?
1: I, I think it's just as important. Uh, and, you know, like I'm, my marketing driver is a blog, mm. okay? So from a blog, I can get three or four posts and then, you know, you look at your other pillars, you know, for example, it might be, you know, your values behind the scenes, other posts that you can add to that list of posts for the month. And that's what I recommend to my clients. I, I say even if you've got them scheduled, ready to go, you can still go enjoy your break and you'll still be showing up, right? And I think that's, that's important because the world doesn't sleep. This is what I say. We might be sleeping on this side of the world, but there might be someone on the other side of the world that's like, for example, you know, North America, it's not a big break for them. You know, like they take Christmas off. But if we're talking internationally, their big break is, in the you know, in the middle of the year, so they'll be still watching. You never know who you might come across that might be a potential client for you. You know, I've had clients from Canada. I've had clients from the U.S., so it's really not the time to be, you know, saying, oh, it's Christmas time. Let's shut up shop. Now, everyone has a different perspective on it, but I'm with you on that one, Lubo. I think keep your marketing going and people will watch and then what happens you're going to build that no life trust factor and eventually when they're ready they will come to you about having a conversation about how you can help
0: them yeah well like like i, I couldn't say even better so like i fully agree with you um, you know in in my discussion with my guests because we have like this better scope and uh, right now there are a lot of like a discussion about the planet about the climate climate change uh, so is anything in your life or in your work that you are doing uh, regarding the uh, climate or the, regarding the planet or regarding the environment, that maybe you are doing already or maybe you you are recommending to your clients.
1: Yep. So I. So one thing I do is uh, I, I try and not print things. So, you know, being in business today, you can very easily send something across to someone as a PDF or a soft copy. Uh, so that's one way I reduced uh, sort of paper and, you know, waste and helping the client, you know, the, uh, the environment from that perspective. And just, you know, using things like uh Light bulbs that are energy savers as well, Lubo, because I work from home, for example. So just using that sort of thing and putting your laptop on power saving, and you know, it's all these little things that we can do that could make a difference, even in the smallest of ways.
0: Yeah, well, well done, and I think like even like a small step that everyone um, is already implementing or is going to implement uh, will definitely uh, helping um, change uh, at least the the speed of climate change or probably even like potentially will stop it. Um, Yeah, it's an amazing discussion, uh, Steph. Uh, So what kind of tips would you like to give to someone that are listening to us or someone of the business owners that are still uh, in the journey to find a better scope?
1: Sure. So I think take a break. I think everyone needs a break. Uh, that's so important, you know, and not just at the end of the year, you know, I think throughout the year as well, if you're in a position just to even take a week here, you know, or a couple of weeks here and there, I think it's so important because it actually does wonders for our health and our mental health. And that's, you know, I always say, Lubo, our business starts and ends with us, right? So if we're not looking after ourselves, it will reflect in our business as well. So it's so important to look after ourselves and keep that market, uh, your marketing going throughout the Christmas break. I think that's important.
0: Yeah, well, I think like a very valuable tip. So thank you, thank you, Steph. Uh, so where could our listeners find more about you, or they can where they can get in touch with you?
1: Sure. So they can connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, if you look up Steph Gobriel, I'm I'm there a lot of the time. I'm on Instagram as well. And, you know, if someone wanted to have a chat with me, they just go to s38businessmanagement.com.au, the contact form. They can book in a time just to have a chat, a complimentary chat. And, yeah, they can connect with me like that. Oh,
0: thank you. That's great. And maybe where can they find your books?
1: Oh, I've got a page uh, on my website. It's called Book. It needs to be changed to Books now. Uh, And... At the moment, we're just finalizing uh, places where people can buy the second book because it's just become an international bestseller, but you can buy it from Amazon. That will be up on my website soon, but the first one's already up and it's there. Um, So, you know, that's where they can have have a look for it.
0: Okay, well, uh, thank you very much, Steph, for being with us and sharing your experience and uh, your better scope and your tips for others.
1: Thank you,
0: Lubo. It's been a great discussion and I look forward to seeing you soon. Okay. Thank you. Um, We hope this episode was valuable for you and helps you to discover and comprehend your better scope in life. If it was, please don't hesitate to give us a thumb up, follow up, subscribe to our better scope podcast and our other different social media platforms. Have you found your better scope? Put it into your practice and with learning and if you are sharing your experience with others, so this will be great. Thank you and catch you in the next BetterScope episode. See you next time, BetterScope lovers.